India yeah. always does this where they like they pick like some rogue medium pacer or someone that like no one's ever heard of mm. and he just the dude just slots himself in and just like manages lo- to stay a there a lot of the times they're not even like new they're, they're like 33, 34 yeah like, like, <laughs> it's, like, like, it's, like your, it's like your classic like you know club cricketer who's like just a fill in yeah, just a fill in guy you know can you imagine <laughs> that fill in for, for India or, like they run out I of know, right? like, you are now in the summer Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode. We're up to season four, episode five of In the Salmon. Uh, alongside me, I've got the big man, Nuan. How's it going? <laughs> good, mate, man? good. Good. It's been a good week so far. Um, obviously, there isn't really much, there isn't really a lot of high profile cricket happening right now. Obviously, with the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup happening, I've been watching that quite closely, but there's still, you know, a few series happening here and there, and. Uh, We've got the World Cup just around the corner as well, but um, but you know, always keen to chat cricket and, and, and see what's making news around the cricket world, I guess. That's exactly right, Nuan. <laughs> You're right. It is a bit of a, uh, I guess we're sort of like in a lulling moment in between mm. Uh, mm. major tournaments, just the way the cricket's sort of been panning out. Yeah. You, know, you, you have like periods of like really not much going on, and then you have like two or three big pro, high profile tournaments in a row. So we're just mm. in the interim. Um, mm. That being said, we did have a, a pretty interesting. T20 series, um, uh, I guess, sort of like, uh, you know, it, it finalized last uh, this morning, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a pretty surprising result, uh, bearing in mind that one of these nations actually isn't qualified for the T20 World Cup this year. Oh, um, dear. India versus West Indies. Um, mm-hmm. Surprising. Uh, West Indies were able to clinch a series victory yeah. uh, 3-2. So it was a pretty mm. good contest. Um mm. But yeah, I, I guess one would have thought just based on the ICC rankings, and like I said, yeah. um, West Indies not making it to the T20 World Cup this yeah. year, that, uh, you know, uh, India probably should have whitewashed West Indies or might have been 4-1 yeah. or something like that. Um, uh, I know you've been keeping tabs on the scores and things like that, Nuan, because uh, the games have been in, in the early mornings yes. uh, in Australia. But what are your thoughts on, I guess, sort of um, West Indies sort of fighting back um, you know, I guess against to India as well of all teams at home. What are your thoughts yeah. on the on the, this sort of like uprising potentially? Well, I think it's I think it's good for them. I think it's good for their fans. Uh, good for the region. Obviously, you know, India should always be considered like obviously a, a top tier uh, cricketing. You know, uh, you know they should be considered like a top tier team that you're you're up against. Um, and it's great that you know the Windies could taste a bit of success and and take that T Twenty series. Um, you know, th- I think it was three two in the end. Um, they play a lot of T20s now, <laughs> but yeah. you know I feel like yeah it's just a shame that you know there's obviously so much cricketing talent in the West Indies still still but you know when it came to to when it mattered like the you know qualifying for the World Cups they just they just really just completely lost the plot mm. and they weren't playing like a sort of like a a C grade India team as well if you look at the um, if you look at the first T20 right the mm. scorecard of that you know that that's a really beefy top order right you've got for India's batting, at least you got Ishan Kishan, Shubman Gill, um, Big Sky at number three. Mm-hmm. You know, Sanju Samson can bat as well. Um, Pandya at at you know uh, the captain Hardik Pandya at five. Tilak Varma is another kid that's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know this is not like some. This isn't I mean you can say India is trying different players and things like that, but even mm-hmm. then, these are some really really good you know good players coming through the ranks. Um, mm-hmm. So. 
you know, it's good to see West Indies taste a bit of success. But at the same time, I have been reading a few articles and things on Crick Info, um, on various sites, just around, uh, I guess, uh, India's preparation for the 50 over World Cup. Okay, so, um, you know, a lot of senior Indian, you know, players, Sevag and, you know, Kapil Dev and all these kind of players are kind of like, you know, why is... Why is India not taking this series se- uh, series seriously? Um, mm-hmm. You know, because if they play like this, then it can you know it can, it can create a few sort of doubts when it comes to the World Cup. But at the same time, good to see the West Indies uh, taste a bit of success. They've been long overdue, and you know it was good. It was a good series win. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Nuan. Um it is a bit of a tricky one because yeah, mm. yeah. On one one hand, we're all happy to see West Indies come back with a bit of form, mm. but on the other hand. Um, it you know it, it begs a few questions as to what India's approach is. I mean, yeah. you're right; they do have a pretty, a pretty uh, beefy lineup um, yeah. with a lot of, I guess, sort of nowadays you would call these guys senior players with the amount of T20s being played. Mm. Um, you know, Suri Kumar Yadav hasn't played a lot of T20 internationals, yeah, but yeah. Um, he's definitely been in the high profile, I guess, sort of uh, spotlight for a while now. So I'll, I'll yeah. personally class him as like, you know, one of the guys that the India team look up to to score runs. Um, especially mm. in this format. Um, mm-hmm. You've seen Shubman Gill, uh, you know, he's been in the spotlight for a while as well. So yeah. really disappointing, I guess, to see that um, the way that these games have been played out from an Indian perspective, right? Mm. Um, mm. If you have a look at these scores and if you have a look at the IPL, uh, which commenced, you know, not too long ago, mm. these scores that are being played here, um, mm. you know, I'm just going to quickly go through the scores. Yeah. Um, just so we can get like a median of the yeah, average. Yeah. Um, so West Indies, like about 149, 150 the first game. Yeah. Second game, 155. Yeah. Uh, third game, 164. Yeah. Um, and then we've got, what do we have here? One, 179. So that was, that was a pretty high scoring affair. Um, and then 179 is, given what we've seen now, it's like yeah. 179 is like the new 230 in ODI. In exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. And then the, the fifth one was about 171. Yeah. Um, mm. So I'm not sure what's going on here. And, and, and this is the, I guess, sort of frustrating thing from an Indian spectator uh, mm. standpoint. Yeah. You're, you're essentially breeding these absolute dynamite T20 players yeah. and you're bringing them into the side and mm. you guys are barely hitting 160, 170. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, and yeah, that should yeah, be yeah. the absolute yeah. norm. It's under par, really. Yeah. And, and you can yeah. make an argument that they're not used to the pitches and this and that. No, but no, at no. the end of the day, these are, like I said, these are boys that are absolutely bred yeah. Um, for this kind of uh, you know format, so yeah, yeah you know, it, it's it's I think a tricky one. Here's a, here's another interesting point I want to, I, I want to lay out here though. When it came when it came to the bowling attacks of the West Indies team for these games, they played a lot of spinners. Okay, um, mm. you know, Akil Hussain is is I think he's a left arm spinner. Um, Obed McCoy is definitely a left arm spinner. I've seen him bowl before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the bowling the the bowling attack the West Indies had for these games are not like these dangerous you know um, so Obed McCoy is a, a left arm fast medium bowler but mm. you know they did employ a lot of they they didn't employ a lot of spin um, and often than more often than not their spinners are the ones actually taking wickets um, mm. which is very very bizarre <laughs> you think yeah. India a land where you know spin is is bread and butter. Um, you know, you you dominate against spin, but yeah, but now the right. the Windies um, certainly you know put up a good fight. Um, I think it's it just it just raises questions about India and how they're sort of coming off because if you look at this series, I don't think Sky had a, an amazing tournament either. So he made if I look at the scorecards now, uh, he made twenty one of twenty one in the first T twenty, 
And yeah. then the second T20 was dis- dismissed for one. Mm. Um, run out. Third T20, he had a... Okay, so third T20 had, he had a good a day up. out. Yeah. Yep. He had a good day out there. But even then, it was like one good knock. And then in the fourth one, um, he didn't need, really need a bat need either. Yeah. But even then, it's like, you know, a 61 as well. So even then, I mean, you know, it's not like... It's okay. Like, it's, it's, it's good. Mm. But... I feel like this India didn't really take this series seriously because there was, you know, there was no Vera Kohli playing in this series. You know, none of the none of the big dogs are here. Um, a lot of these players are like under twenty five. You know, just just like youngsters. And um, you know, I feel like the Windies really capitalized on that. The, the point you make about the the the, the totals in this T uh, twenty series is very interesting. I, mm. I you know I was expecting at least one game where. You know, you'd score like a 180. Yeah, like yeah. in the 190s, even maybe breaching the 200 barrier, but nothing. like Especially looking these... at the players that they have, you know what I mean? Yeah. All these, all these players operate at 190 plus pretty much in yeah. the IPL. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, and um, there's, a, you know, there's, a, there's a few sort of like timeout discussions on Crick Info with Wazim Jaffa for even arguing should even like re, re, you know, um, rebalance the entire 11 for India because, yeah, it's just... Uh, it was really a series where, you know, India were just trialling all kinds of debutants, And I, I don't know if you... When you have too many debutants, like, as a selector, you get really confused. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, okay, well, what's our best combination going into the World Cup? Because I think for the for the 50-over World Cup, um, the maximum your squad can have is, like, 15 players or something like that. There is a restriction the ICC is applying. Um, are you talking about the 50-over the World the Cup? The 50-over, yeah, the 50-over okay. World Cup. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like these guys are probably looking at... The Asia Cup. Yes, the we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll, we'll touch on that and also scheduling as well because there's there's a lot of cricket coming up, Hasid, and I feel like the cricket world is just sort of like being a bit sleepy. Like they're not aware of just how intense the next couple of months is going to be. Mm. <laughs> you know, with Asia Cup and then the 50A World Cup, which is going to go for six weeks, which is, that's ridiculous. But, but, um, but look, you know, overall, good, good win for the West Indies. They needed some success, you know, had they've, mm. Not qualified for the T Twenty World Cup, not qualified for the Fifty Over World Cup, and you know there was a lot. There was even reports that I read that um, there were even like ex players saying that the West Indies should just disband completely because they're so trash, and you know go playing as go play as individual islands. So like Barbados, you know Jamaica, Ghana. Yeah. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... <laughs> like if that happens, that's like the end of one cricketing dynasty as we as we know it. Yeah, or we'll find that there are a lot of players that will just jump island essentially, and then you'll have say yeah. like you know Trinidad and Tobago be absolutely crazy good, and then Jamaica be absolutely trash and things like that. And yeah, I just oh, don't I think, think that's the right direction. I think, to I, think, go. I think if Jamaica played as a Test nation by itself, I think they'd hold up pretty well. I think I've always found that a strong West Indies always depend on a strong Jamaica. Like if you look at some of their best players of mm. the West Indies over the years, are all Jamaicans. You know, you had the Michael Holdings, you had Chris Gale, uh, Shai yeah. Hope. Is, Shah Hope is Jamaican as well. I'm so sure that the politics are coming into play and they would, they would just like, I don't know. <laughs> Whichever then, country would pay the most uh, money, they would just go to that country, you know? Yeah, That's but the interesting thing is with, with West Indies though, like, they always produce like a really consistent, like, they always produce really consistently good cricketers from Jamaica, but then whenever they have like some superstar player, like someone like takes the world by storm, they're always from one of these like rogue little islands that like people barely know about like, mm. like for example Sir Vivian Richards um, he was from Antigua and Barbuda it was, he was like the only guy there from, from mm. that part of the world you know you had like Shivnarayan Chandapur from Guyana um, mm. you know 
Um, the, be- the biggest one was uh, Darren Sammy, who was from uh, St. Lucia. And yeah. he was like the first cricketer from St. Lucia to play for West Indies in like 50, 60 years. So, yeah. you know, it's it'll be interesting. But I think the West Indies have just scraped, you know, just scraped past any sort of negative criticism. Um, because I feel like we, even as cricket fans, we kind of expected India to just roll them, right? And we didn't really pay attention to this India-West Indies series. But looking back and looking at the fallout, people are like, hang on a minute, the West Indies did all right, you know? Like, oh. Mm. India. It's interesting yeah. you made mention of these guys coming from like, uh, I guess, sort of like lesser known cricketing areas. Um, yeah. Because I, I feel like that makes sense though, because if you're if you're from a place that's tip, that's typically not producing high quality players, mm. you have to be like in the top two percent, one percent to actually make it out of there. Yeah. Uh, we saw something very similar with um with Sanjay Suri coming out of Martha in Sri Lanka. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was the only one in his entire province to make any kind of like, any yeah. kind of cricketing, um, I guess, sort of yeah. progression for the nation. We all. Know how, mm. what an incredible player he came to be, not just for Lanka, mm. but the whole sport as a whole. So, um, even yeah, um, I think it's good. You need a bit of bite to, to make it through, you know, a bit of luck. You need a lot of yeah. luck, yeah. But, um, yeah, even um, other cricketers, like if you look at Australia, for example, even yeah, mm. the great Ricky Ponting, when he played for Australia, mm. he was like only the second or third Tasmanian in yeah. like you know, half a, you know, half a century to, to uh, play for Australia. So, like. Mm. I feel like sometimes when you when you come from like a lesser known place or like a or like a country or an island that is typically not producing high quality cricketers, because mm. um, in Australia obviously it's New South Wales that you know dominates all the big dogs. Yeah, um, all come from New South Wales. Then you have this guy from Tasmania just like tearing it up. Yeah, um, they'll become like a superstar. And and uh, look, I think yeah, like I said earlier, the West Indies have done enough to to hold off that criticism about dismantling and stuff like that. But. Mm. We really have to question what India is trying to do here, you know. Um, That's the thing, no one. I, this is this is not the first time they've done this either. Mm, just mm, experimenting so much and then just like losing the series. Mm. Uh, you know, if if they were just like a like a, I don't know, if they were just like a like a standard country, yeah, and they didn't have players that they could perform, that could they could pick, and they had to experiment before big tournaments and stuff like mm. that. I get it, but like. Mm. They should not be losing any. They should not be trying to lose any series, or they should be. They should be having like a proper fight. You know what I mean? Like three yeah. two losing to a country that hasn't qualified for any of the the big tournaments coming up. Hmm. When you are such a massive conglomerate like India, I think it's a pretty. Um, you know, it, it it's great for West Indies, but it's pretty hmm. abysmal from India's uh, point of view yeah. as well. You have to be quite critical on them. Yeah, sure. and I feel, and and also like you know, Hardik Pandya's interviews. Uh, you know, afterwards when they asked him, they were like, you know. Uh, he was like, oh, it doesn't matter that we lost a series like this. It's pretty, you know. He was so laissez-faire uh, about it. It was yeah. quite. A, it made me kind of scratch my head. Like, why am I even? Why am I even paying attention to these games? Like, well, I care about it more than you. Exactly. As, like a, as a neutral player, mm. as a neutral, like you know, spectator. Yeah. Because I think they said something about Nicholas Puran. I think it was. Uh, smacking him for a couple of sixes, and he was just inviting. He's like, "Yeah, he can go try and smash with sixes if he wants to." And I was just like, "What mm. kind of mentality is that if you're the mm. captain as well?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, I'm not sure. Um, but, but one thing, we, but one thing yeah. this does. So, but one thing this does confirm is that there's still cricketing talent in the West Indies. There is still, you know, <clears throat> there is still something there. You know, people, yeah. <laughs> people talk about cricket dying out in the West Indies that it's no longer popular. I, I don't think that's the case. I think no, we we can clearly see that there is is talent, and um, you know I feel like they're returning back to that old seventies eighties strategy where they employ like four or five fast bowlers, and you know like there there is something there still for the West Indies. I I don't mm. think they're completely out of it. Um, 
you know, the bowlers did pretty admirably in this entire series. Like, yeah, you know, Romario Shepard, Alzari Joseph, you know, he's going to be a star in the future. Mm. Um, you know, Obed McCoy is is a bit of a he's got a bit of a, a Mitchell Stark about him. Um, mm. uh, you know, and like they they they, they did a job. You know, um, yeah. yeah. And and they didn't really change their bowling attack much throughout the uh, throughout the series as well, so that mm. was that was really good to see. Um, Nicholas Baranda, so go they've ahead. They not. I mean, they've always had the talent. They've always had like I guess sort mm. of the the size advantage as well. Yeah, you know, you get like these big burly uh, West Indian men coming and just like mm. glance sixes for like eighty five plus meters, yeah. Yeah. like all day every day. Like, and I think the good thing about this as well is. We saw a lot of players. It wasn't just like a single player or two contributing yeah. with the bat. Um, you know, we had like Rodman Powell captaining as well, which I really think that uh, that took mm. the the pressure off Nicholas Peran, who was a, yeah. the previous captain. Mm. Um, but you know, you got guys like Brandon King, Peran, Rodman Powell, mm. uh, Shea Hope. Uh, they all actually they all had a pretty decent series with the bat all mm. uh, you know performing in their individual games and getting the team off across the line it's just more of like i think um just making sure there's a really good chemistry in yeah. the west indies dressing room and i think this is a really good step forward um unfortunately you know like you said these guys haven't made the tournament uh mm. next time which is very very bad but they they need to st- they keep battling these games out um yeah I think what, what, when you look at this series, though, like let's just let's, let's just like you know T twenties aside. If you look mm. at this series as a whole, right, the West Indies didn't do as badly as people were expecting them to. That's something I want to point out. Okay, yeah. um, if we go, if we even go back to the Test series, even right, mm. apart from apart from the first Test where they got absolutely like flogged, right, <laughs> innings by one hundred and forty one runs victory. Which, yeah, happens second, to, which happens to like, like any country yeah. here and there, right? Yeah, the second test was a draw, okay? Mm. And, you know, and then after that, the ODIs, even then, they were pretty competitive, okay? Mm. Um, and interestingly, they were like very like low-scoring ODIs, except for the last one, where India made 351. You know, there, there, there was something there for the Windies. I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount the Windies entirely. I think I want to draw your attention to the second ODI, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, played at Bridgetown. Um, that was that was probably the ODI that got the whole cricket world's attention. This was where people were like, what is going on with India right now? Because in that second ODI at Bridgetown, um, India was all up for 181, okay? In a 50-overs mm. match. Um, you know, something about the West Indies bowling that day just, just flicked a switch. Um, there's a guy that I've been sort of keeping an eye on. He's, I think he's from Guyana or Dominica, a guy called Gudakesh Motti. Have you, have you heard about this guy? I've not, I've not heard about this guy. He's a slow left arm spinner, um, 28 years old, but he's a guy that's been in and out of the West Indies and he's just like a decent left arm and he, this guy literally like ran a mock in that second ODI. Mm. Um, Got three far, got three for thirty six um, in that game. Um, you know he took the he took he took the likes of you know Shubman Gill and uh, Sky, and um, you know he got Mukesh Kumar as well. But like you know he got some pretty big scalps, and you know India well yeah they were literally skittled for one hundred eighty one in in forty overs as well. So they were batting really slow. Like how does this happen? If you're, when, yeah. if you're India, how does this happen? 
And this was the ODI that got everyone's, like, attention. And they're like, how does this happen, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, part of the match was Shea Hope with a nice 60 of 80 balls. But, like, it was that batting effort that people had... Uh, that had a lot of people scratching their heads. Because, obviously, like, India are, like, you know... Are, like, imp- yeah, are getting these batters who are, like, beefed up on, like, IPL and, and all these kind of things. And then suddenly, they're playing an ODI against uh, the West Indies. And uh, they produced something like this. So this really mm-hmm. got everyone's attention. Obviously, you know, they, they, they sort of, you know, they sort of, uh, they sort of silenced their critics in the third ODI, third ODI by scoring 351. Mm. But that's still, you still got to ask yourself, like, what, what's happening here? Because, like, I wouldn't, I'm not really confident with India's form going to the 50 World Cup if I, if I was you. Like, you got you too know, many I, chefs, man, adding, add a bit, adding a bit of salt, you know what I mean? You got, you got too, too many, like, high caliber players on paper right yeah. mm. and you're just like mixing them up you know do you even like like that's the thing like even like you want to talk about 50 over i could talk about even test or t20 mm. there's way too many players in circulation and you don't mm. really have that sort of like base because typically yeah. if, you, if you if you talk about other countries let's just talk about sri lanka for a second you've got like yeah. that solid like seven eight right mm-hmm. and then you've got like three that like come in in and out based on form which is fine yeah and now if you have a look at like india's t20 side mm, 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 mm. and we, if we have a look at the team that they played in the ODI yeah there's a lot of players that are in and out right yeah they don't really have like a base national side anymore yeah yeah and that, that's true it, it's really hard for players to just come in and then just perform it, it puts a lot of pressure on the players yeah um, it comes down to the selection I guess there's too many players um, in, you know in the in the nation right that's what it is so it's hard for them to say like hey look there's like mm. 20,000 of you guys but I'm only going to pick the same seven every for every format I guess there's a bit of pressure there but I also feel like there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of uncertainty around India right now in the sense that they have obviously great players but we all know that when it comes to global tournaments India in the last decade have not you know had any silverware to their name right and you know when you're like the biggest cricket team in the world with all the money with all the talent and you're not closing out tournaments like people ask questions they're like what? what's going on yeah <laughs> what is going on what's and i feel like on? and i feel well, i feel like all this experimentation is partly a ploy to find that best 11 for for the world cup right um and obviously it's playing in india as well so you know even more expectations um and things like that i just had a look at india's next upcoming assignments they literally mm. play so they played three T20s against Ireland. So they have a three T three match T uh, Twenty series against Ireland, and then straight away it's into the into the Asia Cup. Um, so look, they'll get a, a decent amount of prep, but I don't know. I just feel like India is not confident with where they're at. Like they'll obviously come out and say, "No, no, we're just we're, we're fine, we're fine." But yeah, but you know, they weren't like. I mean, yeah, they won the ODI series and the Test series. But I don't know. There's something they're lacking that ruthlessness that I, that you sort of come to associate Not, with. Yeah, India. the ruthlessness that also like they didn't really win properly convincingly. Where you're like, all right, this guy's so good, we have to keep him. We have to keep this guy. Like everyone just sort of like, like, like they they got these victories through like the skin of their teeth. Like to yeah. be honest, right? There wasn't yeah, really yeah. Any, like star performances. No, which is disappointing because that what that does is for the selectors, they don't really be they can't really be like, oh, this guy's really really good. Let's keep him. You know, mm-hmm, they're just, mm-hmm, they're just basing mm-hmm. this off like previous performances. Like Shuman Gill did really good like three or four months ago. Yeah, amazing. We'll keep him. Surukumar Yadav has like, you know, he, he had he created like this like, I don't know, this like in- incredible like aura about him. This this like presence. Yeah, um, among the stadiums um, mm. in the IPL. Let's keep him. 
You know, mm. it makes things really, really, really difficult. Um, mm. Ireland, I don't know what Ireland are going to do for India in terms I would of be su- I, Honestly, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Ireland defeated India in one of these T20s. I'll be honest with you. I'll be... <laughs> it'll, be it'll be quite... It'll make, oh, it'll make a headline. <laughs> it'll, make, it'll make a pretty big headline um, yeah. if Ireland can, can win a T20 against India. Um, yeah. It'll go down as an upset. I can, I can... I don't know. I can... Because I would rate Ireland's batting against India's bowling. Um, because right now, India... Are we don't even like, know who they're going to pick. They could pick some random IPL players and they might come out with a bag. No, nah, yeah. But if you look at India's bowling in this T20 series, like they weren't picking like their all-out gun bowlers, right? Yeah. In, in yeah. the spin department, they're pretty good. Okay, you know. Aksar Patel, you know, Chahal, Kuldeep, that's a pretty that's a pretty beefy... They'd be hard to get away. Yeah, yeah they're a pretty beefy lineup of spinners. Um, but again... If you're gonna play up in Ireland where pitches won't turn that much because obviously you're playing in like swinging English conditions, I don't know how effective they'll be. Um, you know, Hardik Pandya, he does get wickets, but I've, he's just more of a he's more of a medium pacer to me. Um, Ashdeep Singh though, he's the guy that could cause a bit of havoc up there. Um, I've mm. like I think you showed me some videos <laughs> through Instagram of his of his swing bowling. Mm. Um, so that that's a kid that could cause some damage um, up there. Um, Mukesh Kumar, I'm not really sure who this guy is. He must have played some IPL um, to to you know to get a, a game for India. India yeah. always does this where they like they pick like some rogue medium pacer or someone that like no one's ever heard of, mm. and he just the dude just slots himself in and just like manages lot, to stay. There. A lot of the times they're not even like new. They they're like 33, 34. Yeah, like, like <laughs> it's like, like it's like it's like your classic like you know club cricketer who's like just a fill in. You're just, just a fill in guy, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine that feeling for for India? <laughs> like they run out. I know, of players. Right? like that's and that's the thing. Like, how are you not having like good players? Like, you know, to 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 get in there. Um, yeah, India weren't playing their best bowling attack. Like, um, you know, we all know the best bowling attack for them would feature the likes of a of a fit Jasprit Bumrah. Um, like, what's yeah. happened to that guy? He's just like he's just completely off the radar now. Just like he is, he's always injured. He's yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's been like almost a year. Like, we haven't really seen Jasprit in any form of, of, of cricket, you know? Like, what's... Yeah, you know? actually, I don't know. That That's like a... That's a question in everyone's mind. I think everyone's been waiting for a long, long time to see Jasprit. And if Jasprit was in, yeah. say India would have like a lot more success in these tournaments. And mm. um, he's a very special bowler, but I'm really not sure. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but, um... Let's uh, let's talk about the Asia Cup quickly, Noah. I want to talk yes. about, um, I guess, sort of the countries that are coming in. I guess sort of the preparation. Yeah. Um, you made mention of this offline. There's yeah. a lot of cricket being played, and um, yeah. like I said earlier, we have like times of like, I guess, sort of like rest, technically rest, where you have like a couple of months with like not much cricket going on. All of yeah. a sudden, you're absolutely bombarded week after week, yeah. month after month of just ICC tournaments of every yeah. every description. Um, mm. At the moment, we have the Lankan Premier League getting play, being played in, in Lanka, obviously. Yeah. And we have a lot of players coming in and uh, and performing quite well. Yeah. Uh, we have <clears> India. <throat> we've got West Indies playing in the in the national for the national sides against each yeah. other. We've got Ireland coming up. Now, when we're playing in, obviously, the Asia Cups being held in Asia. I think predominantly mm. in Sri Lanka and Pakistan. I think you made mention. Yeah. A very um, very very weird way to host a Asia Cup. So like, India is completely. Being excluded, so you that's know. okay. They they're getting the fifty over, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of everything, that's gonna, man. That's gonna be part of it, surely. The fact yeah. that India's got the, the ODI, so you know, teams are flying back and forth between Sri Lanka and Pakistan, which is a bit awkward. 
Um, rack up some air miles. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. But um, it's interesting. It, it's interesting that this tournament's being like wedged in between the you know the World Cup that's going to start. Um, yeah, obviously this time Nepal is qualified um, as that rogue nation that just gets in. It used to be Hong Kong. Remember when Hong Kong was there? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how that how that happened a few times, man, but it's okay. Um, I, I think for yeah, I feel like for this Asia Cup, I think Pakistan are an outside chance. Um, that you know that a good two test series against Lanka. I think they demolished Sri Lanka um, in that two test in that two test series. Um, in Lanka, so you know you you bank on Pakistan having a good run, um, but I really don't know what to expect from this World Cup. I feel like this World Cup, all the teams are going to utilize it as some sort of you know training facility to test their players. So we might so we might see a lot of low scoring games, a lot of maybe low yeah. quality cricket, which is a shame. But but you know I can see no, it's okay, it's okay. I can I see mean, that sort of p- panning out that way. You can, you can. But, like, in saying that, we've seen, like, some really, really impressive performances. I mean, just in the qualifiers that we had recently, right? Mm, 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 mm. Sometimes, you know, in the format like T20, and you've said this a couple of seasons ago, this, this, is, this is your tagline. Oh, here we go. T20, the T20 format is, is such a, I guess, sort of electric, like, electric, I guess, sort of style. And it doesn't take much for the game to be flipped on its head, right? Yes, Every, correct. The whole game can change in the matter of six overs out of yep. the 40. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We and then we saw this with Netherlands and West Indies when West Indies unfortunately got knocked. Well, unfortunately for them, got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, this one bloke came in and scored thirty off uh, Jason Holder super over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. and that pretty much is is T Twenty in a nutshell. So mm. you never know if Nepal come out and they for some reason need to score like one hundred and seventy or something like that against mm. whatever team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They could edge their way to like 40, 50 runs, really, initially, and then they could. You never know, right? Like, um, so I think in that sense, it's, it's even if it's a low-scoring game, you, you can never really count a country out. You can't, you can't. Um, I don't, I don't really know how Nepal <laughs> will go. I mean, it's great that they've qualified. Um, you I'm, never know anyone. I'm never. curious to see what their journey was to to get there. Mm. Um, but uh, look, you know, I think it just—I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of scheduling mishaps with with the BCCI at the moment when it comes to this thing. Like, you know, nobody even really knows when tickets are out. I think when it came to the 50th World Cup, India only just finalised their their schedule, mm. and there's going to be a, there's going to be a few travel issues for a few teams. Um, there's going to be a lot of flights back and forth. They only just released ticket sales as well for the 50th World Cup, so like. There's something amiss here, like, I don't know if it's, like, an ICC thing or that it's some sort of scheduling probably, issue. Probably but, a mixture. But, you know, there's been very little hype or discussion around the 50th World Cup, and this is, like, the marquee tournament, I see. This is, like, this, you know, like, you know, like, FIFA has their World Cup, like, this is that equivalent for cricket, and, yeah, you know, India's been tasked with the responsibility, and, and to me, they're kind of cooking it, because... Oh, no, I mean, they're probably... Yeah. I don't know if I should say this, no, this is a bit... This is a bit of a spicy take, but they're probably trying to find the best way to maximize everything. Um, trying but to get also maximize their home their home team's chances of actually claiming the trophy. Chances <laughs> of, their, of chances of winning. You know the amount of money they could make. You know the amount of like I don't know sponsorship money they can make, ticket sales, amount of money. Amount think- of money. You and I discussed how rich the B- the BCCI was a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> how, 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 how do the rich stay rich just business business yeah. that's what yeah, it is yeah yeah, yeah. You 
So um, I think that's what it is. I think um, I think they're just trying to find out the best sort of like, um, best sort of way to articulate the tournament. And yeah, and there's such a there's such a powerhouse at this point that ICC mm. can't really say no to a lot of requests. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think we had like a tour. I think we had the game, the Pakistan India game, which mm. was uh, which is a really really high profile game, be rescheduled in terms of um, I think the date as well, mm. recently, and that was something that was set. You know, months ago and then mm. I don't know something had happened we even saw I think there was a game in I'm not sure where it was but I read that that uh, some of the spectators were hiring out beds in the hospital nearby because there was oh, just wow. no accommodation right, right um, I don't even okay. know you could do that right I don't yeah, know you right. can hire a bed in a hospital but apparently you can that's so weird um, that's the craziest thing yeah I mean I mean we saw it last year uh, mm. the viewership alone for the India-Pakistan game, I think, was higher than the the Super Bowl. The fi- right? Yeah, and it was it would have been it was higher than the actual final as well. So and it wasn't, you know. yeah, and it wasn't even like a regular, mm. it was just a regular game. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's like a group stage game. It's, it's so, something else we're going to talk about later in later on. We're, we're almost out of time, but um, mm. you know, uh, India-Pakistan, man, those those series were iconic for cricket. They did so much for cricket, and uh, it's a shame these two countries don't play anymore um, yeah, against each other in bilaterals. But you know, just imagine. I mean, I think the other day I was having a chat with a work colleague about this. I'm like, imagine if there's like an India-Pakistan like test series, you know, but it was played in Australia. Mm. Like he was like, if there was an India-Pakistan like bilateral series in Australia, like played just in Australia, it was like a hundred percent every game would be sold out. Every game yeah. would be sold out. Like, dude, honestly, like if if they just did that, and mm. every cricket fan would go because you never see that. No, you don't see that at all. You yeah. don't, and it would be so intense. Like the crowd, the atmosphere—you yeah. can't even imagine. Like you literally can't imagine how crazy it would be. Mm. And I mean, we've got to, we've got to taste that during the the twenty the the T Twenty yeah. World Cup last year. Man, it wasn't that crazy. It wasn't that a game? <laughs> it's probably the most prolific game of the whole tournament, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, like, that was you know? that was that was absolutely cooked. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Um, mm. so. I guess sort of like coming up, we're looking forward to seeing how these teams prepare themselves for the Asian mm. Cup. I think we don't have that much time left. We've like three or three or four weeks left, maybe yeah. four weeks. Yeah. Um, so everyone's just sort of making a surge to get ready. Mm. I know India would definitely be scratching their heads because yeah. um, losing to a country like West Indies would be bringing a lot of questions up to the selectors. Yeah. Um, do they bring Rohit and Kohli back? What are they doing? Do they need mm. experienced players? We spoke mm. about this before, how India always like to prompt for experienced campaigners when it comes to big tournaments. They're always, um, yeah. Mm. So we will see if that's going to happen. Um, yeah. In saying that, we have players like Tilak Varma who who had debuted this tour- uh, this series, yeah. series yeah. quite well. Yeah. Um, so a lot of questions to be asked. So we'll be super interested to see the team that they bring forward to Ireland. Yes. Um, and then the Asia Cup thereafter. Yeah. Um, and then also the LPL should be wrapping up quite soon. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all from me, Nuan. Did you have anything you wanted to say before? No, it's just, it's gonna be, it's just gonna be an absolute deluge of white ball cricket in the coming months. So, okay. uh, <laughs> wait, to talk about waiting that. Waiting this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much, it's just pretty much white ball cricket month. Keep um, it white, man. Up. That's what I like that's, to say. That's it. That is not what I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you going with that one? But, um, <laughs> we, we mean when it comes to cricket of course but yeah no good, good, good sesh today good sesh today <laughs> good sesh let's, let's hop off before we get in trouble yeah no. <laughs> but right, solid, solid. see you Keep guys next week. week we're signing out have a good one take it see ya